Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Dear listeners, so far this month, I have spoken to you about God, about knowing God. We saw who God is as God, as the one eternal and invisible Spirit. Last week, we listened to the Word of God some more and learned about some of the characteristics of God, which He has revealed in His Word. God is the living, almighty, all-knowing, unfathomable, and everywhere present God. As you will have noticed, the more we come to know about Him and the better we learn to see Him as God, the greater He becomes, more and more glorious, majestic, powerful, and worthy of our homage, devotion, and love. Today's focus is on some of the virtues of God, namely that God is holy, wise, good, loving, and faithful, to mention a few of his virtues. Now that God is holy, we will realize no doubt, given the fact that he is unique, special, and unlike anyone and anything in the world. God's holiness is proclaimed in heaven and on earth. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The angels sing in their worship in heaven, and God's people sing in their praises of worship in the church services. God wants to be praised and worshipped that way, because he is so unique and glorious. We express our deep respect for him that way especially after all the revelations we have heard about and seen so far, you will agree how holy God is indeed. That's why we call upon him in church and at home, individually and collectively, and you too, dear listener, are called to acclaim him in your life, joining God's people in the church. That way, God becomes more and more the center of your life and a unique presence in your life. Well, that's what holy means. Of course, you will realize, dear listeners, that no one here on earth or in the church will ever be able to fathom the greatness of God's holiness. When the prophet Isaiah saw God in his holiness, surrounded by seraphim and cherubim, singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, Isaiah felt completely out of place. He, a small and humble man, sinful, standing eye to eye with the Almighty God, A lot needs to happen with us if and when we would be able to stand or be in His presence. God has to cleanse us, 
remove all sin from us and make us holy too. That's what he did through Jesus Christ, who died for us sinners in order that we could be cleansed, renewed, and recreated for us to be in God's presence with a new heart and a new life. It's in the weekly worship services that we see a beginning of that, and where we come to know God that way in order that we too might be holy as He is holy. God's Word also shows us, dear listener, that God is wise. What that is? Well, wisdom is something you need in order to know how to live or act and serve. God gave us his Son, Jesus Christ, to show us how that is done, asking in everything what God wants him to do. Hence, when you believe in Jesus Christ, you will learn this wisdom more and more. What wisdom? Well, the wisdom of dealing with life, with the problems of life, and especially how to be delivered from the misery in life, sin and death, and how to live a new life. I am sure you know what the misery in life in this world is all about. You know that much in this world is impossible to change, or is so very superficial, or so very individualistic, selfish, egoistic. Now God in his wisdom gave the Lord Jesus Christ, who did not only live wisely during his time on earth, but he also pointed the way out of the misery in this world. He showed us the wisdom of being reconciled to God and live in peace with God through the wisdom of his sacrifice and death at Golgotha. God is wise. Yes, but our problem is that we do not find this way of Golgotha so wise, rather foolish instead. Right, dear listener? Isn't it foolish, nonsense, that the death of Christ on the cross was the answer to all the problems in the world? Yet, when you see what this death accomplished, and what effect it has on the life of those who believe it, and what meaning it has for your relationship to God, you will see the wisdom of it too. You will then also see that God is good, loving, and faithful as well. God so loved that world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Knowing God that way in his goodness and love, faithfully keeping his word of promise from the beginning, you will receive eternal life indeed. In his wisdom, God showed us the greatest proof of love. He gave us the dearest he had. God is love. God is love personified in Jesus Christ. God is love. 
That's actually how you can summarize all the virtues of God, all the characteristics of God. God is love, which he shows in his wisdom, in his goodness, in his justice, in his mercy, grace, etc. God is love, which he shows in his wrath, his justice, his judgments, and holiness as well, as he manifests it in the ordeals over this world. You see, dear listeners, God's love doesn't mean that he agrees with everything, accepts everything, allows everything. No, God is love in that he gave us the dearest he had, his only son, in order that we would be changed, renewed, and begin to live for him again, show his image again, and show a reflection of that same love in our life, loving God above all and our neighbor as ourselves. Then you show that you truly know God, know him in his true being as God. Knowing God that's sharing in his love, that's basking in his love, and radiating this love in your love. When you so come to know and show the love of God, dear listener, you will also see clearly how good and faithful and glorious God is. Then you will stand amazed at God's gifts, his mercies, and provisions from day to day. Then you will see that God is good always, all the time, despite our sins and shortcomings, weaknesses and transgressions. God is good, even when he punishes us as a father does, because he is seeking our love, because he wants to continue his way and work with us. Why? Well, God is good and faithful to his promises. That's a virtue, too. Come what may, whatever may be, God does not let us down, does not get rid of us, but he is faithful, even when we are unfaithful. God does not let go of us, weak and sinful people. Hence, this holy, wise loving, good, and faithful God is glorious. What we have seen and learned from his word so far, learning to know God as God, getting to know him as he is, it makes him more and more glorious. Our eyes are then opened for his works here on earth his handiwork in creation, and especially his glorious gospel in the gift of his love in Jesus Christ. That's indeed what God wants us to see and know, so that we would praise and glorify him on earth as he is worshipped in heaven. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory, majesty, power, and holiness. That's why we worship him in church. Yes, that's why he uses the voice of the church to call you too 
to join us in bringing glory to his great and wonderful name. Thank you so much for listening again.